When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. All right, it's time. We've got a. We've, this is our last podcast before Thanksgiving. Tom is enjoying. Well, I don't know. He's in. He's in Qatar right now. I don't know how we managed to bring him in here. It's sort of magical. Actually, well, you, we know, you know, you know, I'm program. You know, I'm sober. You got that covered. We know you're sober. If you're in Qatar, if you're in Qatar, you know you're sober. They can't even sell beer at the stadiums. <laughs> Come on, really? What are yeah, the Brits I, gonna do? I know they're they're gonna they're probably burn the place down or something. Oh. So who knows? They'll sneak yeah. it in somehow. They're gonna, they're, yeah, gonna no yeah, they're gonna they're gonna set up a distillery out back. <laughs> Um, because this is Brits, Brits coming through customs with little stills. Just well, that's not that's not alcohol. No, it nope, could make not alcohol. Yet. It's grain. It's, it's grain. Uh, hi everybody. I'm Don McDonald along with Tom Cock. Happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, you could be listening to it at any time. I forget this is a podcast, so never mind. It may not be Thanksgiving. Uh, but for those of you listening on a Wednesday, uh, we will have a hole in our schedule. There will be no Wednesday or Thursday podcast. You know, you said this is no, Wednesday. Thursday so or no Friday. Thursday this or Friday. is Wednesday. Okay, you get me all confused. I can't even keep. And track. then there's no live show on Saturday either for the first time in eons. We did it one other time. One did other we? time okay. we did a best of. Well, one other time when you and I were both gone at the same time. So there's the deal. Now you know us. If you've been listening to us for any time at all, you know that we believe so strongly in financial education. We just wish there were better resources for it. Now, every once in a while, we hear about a nonprofit like the Merriman Education Foundation, Paul Merriman, our good friend. That is a legitimate educational operation. Paul makes no money off of that. None. Well, we recently heard through one of you about a uh, a company it was a company sponsored education event, I believe. That's correct. Where, where they brought in a, a nonprofit. Oh, and I just—if you could see my air quotes—it is literally a nonprofit. Okay, I'll give them that. They are a nonprofit educational foundation. But personally, ladies and gentlemen, personally, under the First Amendment of the United States Constitution, personally, I believe that this is not an operation that's on the up and up. I have done some research. I have I have dug through their 990s at the IRS uh, website. I have looked at their, what do they call them? Their regional teams around the country. They have educational teams in, in Maryland and Arizona and Atlanta and Houston and Kansas City and New Jersey and North Carolina, da, 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 et cetera. They have all these teams educating people on investing. They call themselves F3E 
or I figured out what the other F is. It's the okay. uh, I had a, I had an F for it, but I can't yeah, say no. it here. <laughs> it's the foundation for financial education. So the ah. four is the other F. Okay. So it's F F F E. Better than the F I was thinking of using. So good. Now this is very clever. This is very clever. It was started by a guy uh named Jonathan Lee. In Jonathan Maryland. Lee with FF3. It makes sense. Jonathan Lee with FF3. Jonathan Lee started this nonprofit to be, you know, they, oh, I, I just need to read it for you. I, I truly just need to read what they say about themselves. Ready? The Foundation for Financial Education is a nonprofit organization dedicated to providing free educational resources. Etc. Founded in 2009 as a result of an urgent need to eliminate financial illiteracy. They've helped thousands. Local industry experts hmm. contribute their time and expertise to conduct financial workshops to companies, churches, municipalities, and nonprofits at no cost. Which is all probably true, by the way. Oh, yeah, no. Don't no, that. we're good that, so sure. far. Yeah. Wait. F3E workshops are considered informative, entertaining, and educational. The participants benefit from the knowledge, and the experts benefit by having the opportunity to give something back to the community in which they serve. So these guys, the people who are teaching these seminars, they're just giving back to the community. Just nice people. They're just so nice. Yeah. While the workshop presenters are businessmen and businesswomen, F3E workshops are not sales events. Say that again? Are not sales events. Ah, so nothing is being mm, sold there. That's what they say. However, Don loves doing this, did some research. Turns out Jonathan Lee, the founder of this company, F3E, F, of this organization, yeah. owns a company in Maryland called Capital Financial Partners Group. Now, I looked Capital Financial Partners Group up on uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission's website because they provide financial advice and help people build strong futures, and they, they have in proven investment strategies. Tom, this is from their website. Ready? Proven investment strategies designed to meet your risk tolerance and hedge against market volatility. Oh, that sounds a familiar ring to Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Now, mm. I looked them up on, on uh, advisorinfo.sec.gov. Are they listed? No. No, correct. I went to BrokerCheck, which is FINRA. Are they listed? Mm, I'll say no again. No. So yeah. what investment products could they possibly legally be selling people? Ah. There's, this is so easy. Uh, it starts Come with on. an I. I yes, think. it does. Oh, and what's the one insurance product that that provides risk low? That, that, no that's risk. great for your low risk and yeah. no market volatility. What? Which one? Which one? It equity index index annuities. annuities. Yeah. All right. So here's what I did. <laughs> that's Jonathan Lee, by the way, the founder, out of Maryland. So I went through the whole bloody list of advisors. While a few of them are, in fact, registered investment advisors. Yeah. Did that, so not they're giving very, not very many. good advice, hopefully. 
Not very many. Well, no, because in every case where I looked up their, the advisors, where I looked up their ADV part two, their disclosure document that they're required to file with the SEC, guess what product is mentioned as being sold by this firm, which is a conflict of interest. It says so in their ADV. It says selling you this product is a conflict of interest. The product that they allow that they are allowed to sell because they disclosed it in their ADV, insurance, insurance, and, and they everyone I looked up all of their sales seminars, they are all everyone I looked up, every one of them was selling indexed annuities. And I mean, and the, this this all originated from a question that one of you sent us, which is we love getting these questions uh, because they said exactly that they came in, they talked, we sat down and chatted a bit and they recommended, first of all, that I take social security early, which is dumb and weird thing to say. Uh, part two was then they sort of said, well, there's other products that would supply income for you over a period of time and make market like returns with no risk or low mm, risk. Sounds like an indexed annuity. Yeah. So yeah, that, it's fascinating, Don. I mean, and so, but this is always, you've spent 25 years talking about how poor it is for the poor, the education is for more and than for the plans for, for educators, for people in public service. I mean, all these kind of things. So the question always is, okay, so these guys really aren't doing you any favors. Probably. How no, do you no, get no, help? Tom, I can, I can unequivocally say, uh, that everyone I looked up appears to be someone not doing you any favors, certainly not providing you with a quality financial education. And certainly, from what I found, certainly they are in the business of selling product. They are not altruistic. And so you're in a plan. You're trying to figure out how to use the plan. Where do you get the information? Well, first of all, the plan sponsors aren't the place to look because they got legal reasons not to help you. Right. I mean, this is a problem. Um, number two, you just mentioned that many times when educators using air quotes again, uh, come into your building, they aren't necessarily acting in your best interest and you got to know their motivation. So how do you do it then? Because this does come up. And by the way, interestingly enough, while you were researching all this, a couple of articles came out, and it said, number one, uh, people have down, they, they've, they've reduced the amount of money they're putting into their 401ks and 403bs, which is really dumb at a time like this, because when the market's down, you're getting more shares at a lower price. The other thing, they, the, another article I noticed said people are, guess what they're doing? They're selling out of target date funds and U.S. stock funds in favor of safer ones, stable value, money market, bond funds, et cetera, et cetera. People are migrating their money out of stocks into bonds. Let me see. After stocks have gone down. So, oh, and they mentioned the, the average portfolio in a, a year's time. A year ago now is down 23%, which I get it. That's a quarter of your money. That's fairly substantial, but hopefully this is money you're not going to use for some period. But what do you do? Well, first yeah, thing what you, do you do, well, here's the first thing you got to do. You got to get a little knowledge and there's an easy way. This is very pretty easy. You don't got to know much. You get a list of all the funds you could invest in, right? At your plan. The first thing you can do, and, and I would do this, but you might, is print out the list. <laughs> okay. I know I'm a paper 
paper guy. I you know. do love your paper. Uh, paper. Uh, and then he keeps you- telling him, "I want paper tickets to the World Cup." <laughs> oh no, you're already there. I forgot. You're already at the World Cup. I'm looking. I'm out searching for a beer for tickets and a beer. <laughs> tickets and a beer. How much for that? Uh, okay, so the first thing is you have this list, right? Go through and highlight anything that says index after it. And Those put a line ones. put a line through everything else. Really, because it, it that's one. Then you can start to break down the type of those funds. I see many of you come because I just met with a guy, 34-year-old guy recently, that had uh, like 15 funds in his 401k and he invested in 10 of them. The problem was about six of them were US large cap funds. So it's very redundant. You only need one of one. T- in other words, if you have US large cap index. Okay, check that box. If you have U.S. small cap index, check that box. But don't own the S&P 500, then the blue chips, then the large. That's all the same thing over and over again. So you got to have a little knowledge. But those are two pretty easy ways to get started, Don. I mean, the thing is that we know. But the problem still is, Tom, education. Yeah. Where Okay, you can do all those things on your own for for, building your portfolio. But where do people, where do we get a decent, honorable, transparent, unbiased, quality financial education in this country. I don't think it exists. No, again, if you the, the problem is you either have to take a deep dive, right? You got to read something, you got to read a book. You got to read Oh, oh, well, don't, I know. And I don't, uh, don't tell people to read books. It's not a thing. I know. I know. Uh or you 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 mentioned Paul Merriman's site, but even there you wouldn't be able to plug in although he has many 401k plans as we do where he's looked at the plan and said here's how to use the assets. Yeah, you know, books, books, but you got to be careful with them because the vast majority of those are self-serving, ridiculous trading, timing, get rich quick kind of schemes. It's really really hard to do and these guys at uh, F3E who sell equity and index annuities or fixed index annuities, as they're often called, yep. are um, they're getting rich. Do you know what the third quarter sales of fixed index annuities wa- was? I don't know that I can year? put enough zeros behind whatever the first number is. It's tw- when $21.4 billion just for the quarter, and that's up 25% from 2021. A shocker there because let's see, last year the markets, stock markets did well. This year they're doing poorly. So I better get into this product, Don. And so these quote educators are playing on your fears and yep. they are finding great success in doing so. So my advice is it's hard to get educated. You have to vet your sources carefully, but be diligent. Ah, diligent may not even be the right word. I really would take it so far as skeptical. Be skeptical of anyone, including us. Be skeptical of everyone. I don't even believe in trust, but verify. I believe in don't trust and verify. And Don't trust you, and you, verify. Start from that and work your way to the place where you think somebody is trustworthy. I think that's fair. Um, but again, there's some fairly simple things I just mentioned. Uh, we have a website called 401411.com where you can go look at specific plans. Paul's got his website with specific plans. But th- you mentioned this too, Don, when we brought this topic up. Sometimes you're going to have to raise your hand, petition, get mad at the plan sponsors and say, I got to have better choices here. That's going to happen. Hey, you want to hear my my uh, future idea? I don't know when I'll do this. Maybe in 23. But of course, I come up with all these stupid ideas. 
They're not thinking, stupid. They're, I'm any idea about, is a good idea. <laughs> I'm thinking about financial physics, the website. Ooh. Where it's just a constant financial, ongoing financial education in the field of financial physics. Don't we do app. that? It's called the podcast. No, no, no. I'm just talking about a website where there's all these resources where you can find people who are teaching, oh. just punch buttons. And I don't know. I'm thinking about doing that. Wow. So what do you guys very think? Very cool. Let me know. Yeah. Love to hear from you. Now, um, we take your questions we regularly. Sure we yep. love it when you call us with them at 855-935-TALK or you send them in at talkingrealmoney.com, which is our big deal website. It's where everything hangs out. It's a really cool place. And Tom, I believe, has one of those questions. I have several of them. He gets them. I don't. I know. I have several of them. This first one comes from Rich. In Waxhaw, North Carolina. You know what does Waxhaw? he need our help for? He's already rich. Wa- Waxhaw. <laughs> do you know Waxhaw, uh, uh, North? I did know? that before you yeah, could. Uh-huh. Waxhaw. Okay. Is it Wax? W A X H A W. Am I pronouncing that right? That's kind of your nape of the neck. I don't know where that is, but it's North my Carolina, nape of the neck. Neck of the woods. My neck um, of the woods. Yeah, my sorry. nape of the. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had that wrong. Uh, okay, this comes from Rich, who's apparently still Rich. needing some help to become. Uh, he says he spoke to a firm, Davis Williams Wealth Management in Charlotte, and they mm-hmm. told me they use Securities America as their custodian. Have you okay. heard of them or am I yeah. being scammed? What is your opinion of Schwab Intelligent Income for generating income in retirement? So first, go back to Securities America. Securities America is a, a, a decent custodian. There's nothing wrong with them. They're a custodian like Schwab or Fidelity or Correct. whomever. Um, it is, um, they're part of though, uh, they own a, a wealth management firm or they're part of a wealth management firm. It's got a lot of branches around the country. And uh, so I don't know the quality of the individual advisors, but they're a legit custodian. Yes. Okay. And I don't know the firm Davis Williams in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, so the, here's the thing. I can go like You right do here. that while, and then I'll talk about the Schwab Intelligent Portfolios while you're doing that. Okay. I generally like the Schwab Intelligent Portfolios. Generally. They keep a lot in cash. They don't own as much of the assets that we think we can demonstrate clearly over the long haul have made you more money. Smaller, more value-oriented stocks, for example. And it's, it's a bit of a cookie cutter, right? You're simply going into that portfolio. Most people need something a little more specific, and especially, as you said, I'm generating income in retirement. So that was one of those things that seems like a very simple solution. It's a low-cost solution, but I worry for many people that it's not uh, specific enough for your your needs. But other than that, I, I have no I, – and I think Schwab is a very fine firm – we use Charles Schwab as the custodian for our clients. So, Can you give me the name of that firm again? Davis Williams in Charlotte, North Carolina. They're not, unless we have the name wrong. Well, it's, it's standard spelling for both, but they're okay. N- Davis Williams Wealth Management. Let me look. I looked them up on on uh, Broker Check. No, not on Broker Check. I mean on uh, the SEC site. And let me just uh, look at their website because that's, and and this is actually a really interesting lesson. This, this is part of doing your due diligence on advisors. You need to, um, you need to check them out. Aha. Aha. Yeah. When you start to say the ha 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 part, I get nervous. 
Aha, uh-huh. they are a duly registered advisor. There, I get nervous. Yeah, they're registered with FINRA, and they're not their own investment advisor. Mm. They are an investment advisor. They use Securities America's uh, license. They, they're, 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 they're advisory firm. They are IARs. Uh, investment advisor Securities representatives America. through a Securities America advisors, which and they're is not not a hundred percent fiduciary advisor. They are not a hundred percent fiduciary. Yeah. Um, we don't know much about what they do independently because that's all underneath that gigantic and Securities do, America advisors umbrella. Could do a ton of different things under so that umbrella. This is the kind of firm that we generally suggest you skip. Because they are both a registered representative and an investment advisor representative. And this was, I found this just by going to the bottom of their webpage. The, at, least, at least they're honorable enough to put, to put this information there. Some don't. Some bury it. But it's right there. And it says registered representatives. Good okay. point. Okay. I got one more quick one. Uh, sure. comes from Brian in Tacoma, Washington. I know where Tacoma is. Says, I'm curious as to what you guys consider a fund being too expensive or overpriced. Index funds are cheap, usually under 0.1. Avantis, AVUV, is 0.25, but I believe your show talks highly of them, as does Paul Merriman. I have one small cap value option at work through Victory, uh, Victory Sycamore, but it's 0.85. That seems oh, oh. pricey. Also, I have a large cap value option through Dodge and Cox that is 0.51. I know there are cheaper options out there in the same asset class. Is there a threshold you think is paying too much? Depends on the type of fund. Because it's really a matter of how much work is involved. And the reason Avantis charges more is because Avantis, it doesn't just blindly buy an index. They actually run their portfolios through a variety of screens, rules that the securities must pass before they are allowed into the portfolio, but they're hard and fast rules, which still makes them cheap. Funds get expensive when they have active management. That is people sitting around doing research on individual stocks, traveling and visiting the companies, all these things. And that's where you get into eight tenths of 1%. When it comes to equity funds, the threshold is somewhere around there's wiggle room, yes. half a percent. You don't That's want to pay the, more uh, than that. You don't want to pay more than that. Yeah. You want I to mean, pay less it, than Again, that. I think I think Avantis is fairly priced. I think Vanguard's are fairly priced. More than fairly priced. You know, iShare certainly. So there's places you can get inexpensive funds. Everything we know says the less you pay on those funds, the more money you end up with. I can't find yeah. anybody who says, oh, I'm going to charge you more, but you make more. You hear that a lot in the industry, and it's just has now, not proven uh, out. As as a as a uh, an addendum as a postscript to this, you would have a reasonable case for your trustees not living up to their fiduciary responsibility by not offering the least expensive funds they can find, because they have no basis for choosing these more expensive funds. They have no reason if if a if a if a more expensive fund is definitely better, <laughs> which you can't find. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, good luck. Sure. Definitely better. Mm-hmm. Then you might have a case for choosing that for a uh, 401k or 403b, in which the trustees they forget 
they have a fiduciary responsibility to their employees and they can be held liable if, for example, you were to say, hey, I can get an index fund for seven-tenths of a percent less than this fund I'm in right now, which is the only thing you offer me of this type, and therefore I am, I have been, losing seven-tenths of the equivalent of about seven-tenths of a percent a year. That's on you. There's a lot of lawsuits out there about all this, of course, too, because this has come up big, big, big in the last 20 or so years. If you have a good relationship with the owners of your company, you might want to suggest that they consider index or less expensive funds, non-actively managed, that maybe they fire the broker hmm. with whom they're working or the Give advisors. Give up the golf trips. Yeah, I don't hmm. know. But those hmm. those sound an eight-tenths of a percent fund. That's on the high side. That is on the high, 0.85. That is uh, crazily high. I think we can yeah. safely say that. So, yeah, right. good. Thank you. Great, great answers. By now, the way, I'm going to give out my address at the hotel in Qatar. I would appreciate it if some of the listening right now would overnight me bourbon either a mini keg or <laughs> half a case of beer or it's uh it's uh, uh it's it would probably land you in some dark desert hole let's not go there what do you the say? Rest, i would not violate any rules you're in gonna Qatar. follow everything I just to, would not, the I, I, right. to the letter all right and just just be thankful you're not a woman yeah, I mean, again, this my wife just decided with, without even thinking anything about the trip, not going to that country. Not going. Period. Mm-mm. So, yeah. no. So, uh, have a, have a nice time, or I hope you're having a nice time right now at the World Cup. And by the way, if you need a little more help than we can provide through a phone call or a typed question, you just like to meet with an advisor for a minute. Wouldn't it be nice if you could actually meet with an advisor without fear? Yeah, without, <laughs> hey, go, they're going to sell I, me something. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Guess what? I know of one place where you can. It's Appella Wealth, which we merged with a couple of years ago. Finally changed the name. Still like Vestry better, but. Uh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Still like Vestry better. Yeah, I kind of uh, figured. You can meet with one of our advisors just by going to TalkingRealMoney.com and clicking on Meet an Advisor. And they or, won't sell you anything. You'll get no high pressure sales and you yeah. actually get real advice. And you won't get a bill for it, which is the best part. Indeed. Uh, You can even, if you can get, you know, he's, he's getting to be so popular. His calendar is full. His dance card is full. I'm wandering the streets of Doha right now looking for a beer. Well, since he can't drink in, uh, in Doha, he best, (laughs) best thing for him is to talk to you. It really is before he gets depressed. So there's also an 800 number. You can call him at 800-386-3004. They can put the call right through to you, even uh, in they Qatar. Can. They? They, they can. Please Gosh, this world is amazing. It is amazing. I may or all may right, not kids. answer, but they can. I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving. Really, truly. So thanks or for being you, part of our Or if you program. already had it, I hope you survived it. Pol- politics with your great uncle. Good luck with that. <laughs> it sounds like a real wing ding over, the, does, over, the, over the, the, the holiday uh, table there. Yeah, don't go there. Okay. I hate to leave because now it means I got to deal with family and stuff. Oh, I so prefer being that. in my studio. Thank <laughs> you all for door. being a part of this. Please tell a friend or a thousand over the Thanksgiving holiday. There's a topic. Say, you know, instead of talking about politics Ooh. or instead of talking about money and you giving us a hard time, I got these. Why guys. don't you just listen to talking real money? Ooh, Let's just turn good. them on. Let's just go, hey, blank or okay, blankle uh, or. Hey, Al, hey, Al, listen to Talking Real Money. 
and you know, just sit around. It should be a new Thanksgiving tradition. Talking real money for Thanksgiving. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. All right, uh, I'm going to stop singing. We're leaving, right? That's it. Bye. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.